Welcome to Breakdown with Blake and Lance. I'm Blake. And I'm Lance. So today we're talking about some things that can rub us the wrong way or some minor pet peeves. Yeah. And, I mean, and a good example of that is, like, everyone can agree with this one, that you just don't put milk before you, before you put the cereal. Yeah, that's kind of... That, that cr- is, that's a criminal act. Yeah, that, that is a common or, one of, like, I guess the more lighthearted pet peeves. Why do you say that? Because... Um, another example, similar to the one you just gave, is uh, a certain roommate putting, you know, microwaved hot milk in his cereal. Very weird. True. Actually, we, yeah, we do know some. Of that. I, <laughs> I, I've never heard of that. That, that is odd. I th- it's definitely a, it's a European thing, but it's criminally wrong. So True. But that's just an example. I know there's a lot of, we're going to go into like personality things or like things people do. Yeah, and more of and some you know simpler things as well. Yeah, things that just like could rub you the wrong way, whether that be like it's like super deep. I never want to talk to this person again, or it's like oh, it's whatever. Yeah, we just minor minor annoyance and like okay. yeah, we have a range, and we have lists for this, so we'll go back and forth talking about these. Mm-hmm. And Lance, I think we'll have some similar um, vibes experiences. Oh, I'm saying vibes too much. Man. Vibes, man. I hate that word. Um, so yeah, I'll go first. I think I guarantee this one because we've talked about this so many times. We both have it, or at least you it share the sentiment. Yeah, the sentiment. And this one is um, canceling plans. Yep, I, I gotta cross minute. that one out. I yeah, we've talked about this so many times in the past because um, it would. It it's just, happened a lot to us. It really has, and. And there's honestly, like, no... Like, I know it happens to everyone. Like, I've, I've done it before. But there are people that consistently have done it. Yeah. I don't mind if you, like, you know, something's planned three days before. You're like, oh, actually, something came up. I can't come. But when it's, like, an hour before the thing that we're doing, and you're like... Yeah. Oh, sorry, I can't come. And, you know, of course, that's going to rub you the wrong way. Because it's like, you're excited for this person to come over or do whatever thing. And then it just doesn't happen. It's it, like... And whether that be, like, friends or, you know, girls or whatever it is. Literally anyone. Friends, family. Any, like, even if you had, like, your internet people coming, they're like, oh, sorry, we're not coming now. Like, literally anything. And I know I, I, I do it sometimes, but I try not to. But uh, I'm the type of person that, like, when I have a plan, like, I I think about it beforehand. I plan how it's going to kind of go. I envision it. Yeah. And, like, and when that plan doesn't happen i'm like well i just wasted all that time thinking and now i'm kind of sad yeah and i'm pretty big on schedules and when something gets canceled especially last minute it disrupts the whole schedule yeah i'd say i'm a i'm more of i mean i like to wing it a lot of times but i also like to have a a loose outline for things so also i want to make the note for if you hear noises in the background it's because we have ghosts we'll leave it at that Mm -hmm. very spooky yeah okay i'll talk about mine so this happened on the way over here to record this, and I was literally thinking about it because it just happened to Lance and I, I don't know, last month. People that just rev their motorcycles or rev <laughs> their cars in general, I'm just like, why? Yeah, there's a lot of things with like cars and motorcycles where people are just so extra. Yeah, I don't understand why people do that. Like, the, Or the cars that just like screech. And shriek when you're like coming down our street that only goes like 25 miles per hour, and you're just like, I don't know what you're doing to your car to make it sound this yeah. loud. Oh, actually, I just thought of another thing related to cars along that line is when people 
are like in like a city environment with their windows down, like their volume on max. Yeah. Like I don't mind if you're bumping, but like no one else has to be. They don't. Have, you don't have to force other people like, to bump with you. Like you know, roll your windows or like close your windows, man. Yeah. Or like, like turn it down just a smidge, like. The whole city doesn't have to hear you. We'll add that to the, like, people do that in cars all the time. They just blast the music. There's something about cars and people wanting to feel cool that just makes them look like idiots. Yeah, it definitely gives off a bad impression. It doesn't mean everyone that does that. I'm sure we've done that, but it's like, oh, it happens way more than you think it should. It really does. I don't know what it is. I, I, I could understand the bumping, like, music. Like, you maybe don't, don't realize how loud it is, but revving, I never understand revving. Oh, I didn't know. That, there's yeah, no that way for that. intentionally, intentionally just trying to be annoying. And nobody thinks that's cool. Sorry if you think that's cool, but nobody thinks that's cool. I mean, if you're, like, at a car thing, yeah, it's cool. But, like, if you're just revving on the street, you know, it's yeah. just annoying. Yeah. All right, what's Can't your next one? on that one. Um, so I'll go to, like, a, a semi-easy one, and... I think a lot of people share this sentiment. I really, really dislike talking during a movie. Really? Yeah. Actually, you've told me this one before, but... I, uh, especially in a theater, I hate it. Because, you know, it takes me out of it. Like, you can... I mean, you, I mean I'll mean, i say things to you if we're at the movie theater, like, ah, look at that. You know what that's from? You know, like, yeah. a quick sentence. But when someone's, like... Actually trying to have a conversation? Yeah, like a conversation, I'm like... Dude, stop. My mom used to be the worst in theaters. She would, t- t- like, she would, like, talk to the movie, like, as if it could hear. She's like, don't go in there. What are you doing? I'm like, mom, stop yeah. talking. Yeah. Uh, I've gone to a few movies with my mom and my grandma, and my grandma, <laughs> like, asked my mom a million questions because she doesn't understand things. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that makes my mom talk to her. I'm just like, oh, my God, please. I saw that. Grandma d- doesn't understand things. <laughs> that's funny uh yeah Grandma, if you're hearing this I, i'm sorry i i i would have to put that as definitely one of my annoyances because the amount of times i've had to like tell my mom to like shh her during... even like not it depends on the environment if you're at home um there's definitely certain environments where you know it's a talkative you're just kind of like you know 70 percent watching the movie kind of yeah. hanging out but there's other times where like you're full into it and like Especially during intense moments, that can really dis- like ruin the moment. Yeah, a hundred percent agree. Uh, so, question about this: Do we want to keep it all like lighter stuff, like not necessarily light, or do you no. want to like mix it up? I was mixing it up. Okay, I was going to. I would, I would say this is like as heavy as it gets. But people that are like bad to workers, like service people, that always is like a it's immediate. a sign that you know, one you haven't worked in anything related to. For customer service. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. There's definitely... You can tell when people are... Un, like, the like say you're at a restaurant. You can immediately tell when they're uncomfortable and they're not enjoying their time. And, like... I... Yeah, I've never understood that. Yeah, I haven't either. Like, I mean, maybe it's because I've done customer service stuff and I know it's, like, the person you're talking to, it's almost never their fault, whatever it is. Yeah. Most and, of the time. And I know, like... A lot of, like, even my parents, and I know you said your parents, like, mainly our dads. Our dads at times can get impatient with service workers, and I'm like, it's literally not their fault. Like, chill. Yeah, this is, it's like, 
they don't have it. I mean, they have affiliation with the the, the restaurant or like whatever they're at, but yeah. like they're not the ones planning everything. I feel like that once you just get like like it seems like the older generation, like parents, always do this at some given point. Like yeah. they turn into a Karen or a Kevin, whatever they're called. A <laughs> Karen or I, I think know. I think the, the Kevin is the man version of Karen. I actually don't know. I haven't heard that, but it, I like. I think yeah, I, if, it fits. Fun. It's five it letters. Fit. It's K. All right. What's your next one? Okay. Um, I really dislike it with. I say more in a. I guess it, it can be any environment, but like when you're accomplishing a task, you're at work, and someone's either looking over your shoulder making sure you're doing it right or even at school like when you're writing something and like the teacher's just like watching you i hate that or like micromanaging you okay yeah you're like you're doing something completely fine they're like oh no you have to do it slightly this way and it gets you the same result but it just has to be their way yep i i i don't like that i've had something kind of similar but it's where i'll do something i'll complete the action and then my bosses or coworkers would be like, uh, it, 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 it mainly happens in a work setting or school setting, because that's usually when you have someone overlooking you. But they would say, okay, basically redo the whole thing, but have me watch you now. Mm-hmm. It's like as if they don't trust you that you did it right. I'm like, yeah, that's very annoying. Because it, it yeah, basically shows that they don't trust you. Yeah. And then it's, it, it's just like a annoying thing. Rubs you the wrong way. True. That's the that's what the episode is, man. Oh, all right. This one. This one's a. A lot of people are gonna disagree or agree with this one, but I disagree. It, and this one's not that bad. Disagree. It's a. Uh, it rubs me the wrong way when people, like, are so against superhero movies, like the MCU in 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 general. Like immediately, I, I'm like, I not rub away in like a bad way, but immediately, like, I have to ask them why. Always, I always have to ask them why. Yeah, I I would say a lot of superhero movies, especially origin stories, have they follow our similar you know story pathline. You know, they start off a little weak. Yeah, you know, they fight the bad guy. They can't quite build beat them, and then eventually they find some extra kind of power or like strength within, and then they beat them. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty generic superhero. Yeah, and I don't know. I've I was just talking with someone who was like super adamant against them and i was just baffled he had like no reason he's a guy yeah he is a guy he, he listens sometimes yeah. he knows who he is i know who it is too. and he was just, his reasoning was, screw that guy it's like they're all the same plot and they're just like see no he didn't give me good reasons i'd say like you can definitely watch some of them and have similarities but I think these days, especially Marvel movies, they've done a very good job of changing the formula up. Yeah, I agree. I, I feel like the for people that don't like those, they shut it down way too early. I feel like once they see something that is similar, they're like, same movie, gone. Yeah, I mean, honestly, even if it is the same movie, I still like it. Because I like that, like, you know, sometimes the hero gets beamed down and he's got to, like, build himself back up. Like, Yeah. It's like... That's like what I want to do as a kid. Like I would be in my basement, like ah. It's interesting though because they like the OGs, like Iron Man, the original Batman's, the original Super or, or Spider Man's, mm-hmm. but all the new stuff is not. And I feel like those ones still have the same general formula as the new ones. Oh, I'd say more so. Yeah, 
I would say the new ones definitely change it up more. But maybe that's why he doesn't like, oh, they're just repeats of those. Yeah, some uh, old, you know, people are stuck in their old ways. So as you can see, this this one is a minor rub me the wrong way, but it definitely rubs me the wrong way. Yeah, I mean, I'd say I have a similar thing to that. Um, I mean, mine's more general, but it's kind of along the same lines as when think people just don't give things a chance or like, They'll have limited knowledge, but they have such a strong opinion on it. Yeah. Um, and I know I do this a lot, personally. And I'm like, at some point, I'm like, okay, let's be an open mind about it. I might still, like, act like I'm against it, but I'm really not. Yeah. Uh, there, there are definitely instances where I'm like, I'll be with someone and I want them to try something or do something, but they don't want to do it, even though they've never done it. I was like, just give it a shot. They'll be good. Yeah. But, I mean, I think everyone does that at times. They're like... Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's hard to do things for the first time, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... I think, and I guess it applies to, like, music, too. Um, True. Like, we have a lot of friends who, you know, they've heard a couple songs in a certain genre, and they're like, no, it's all terrible. Oh, yeah. That, that, actually, a lot of people do that. Yeah, and then people do that. the The first, I guess, uh, impressions you get of a lot of things, a lot of things can just completely form your your mm -hmm. whole impression. Or, or like uh, certain people that you know, like that yeah. like that, like that affects your impression of that type. True. If someone's really into something, you're more likely to be really into it. Mm -hmm. Or if like someone you hate, you're like, oh, that guy listens to yodeling. No, I hate yodeling because I hate that guy. I love yodeling, but that brings me then next my next thing, yeah. y yodeling. No, it's gatekeeping. I mm -hmm. th this is kind of similar, but when people, I I feel like everyone knows what gatekeeping is, but we can like explain it. It's it's like all right, you try yeah, okay. explaining. Um, I'd say a lot of times I'll give an example. Um, someone who's an expert in music in their specific genre um like hey i really like metal and i only like the super heavy stuff and yeah if, and if someone is just getting into metal and they're like oh i like you know it's a mix of you know it's kind of light it has maybe a little bit of that and they're like no that's not real metal that's cookie cutter like it's basically like limiting like a community or like some kind of way of thinking because you think you're elite because you know more about it yeah yeah and that ain't there's gatekeeping in literally everything yeah uh like uh, i i know i thought like th this one movie was funny and then someone else was like oh that's like a kid's movie and they're like just they're like oh you need to watch like a real funny movie like this and it's just like yeah. why can't you just like let everyone be happy with their they're, they're still enjoying a comedy mm -hmm. but you need like it's not up to your standards or something yeah like oh i've I used to listen or like watch those kind of movies, but I've moved on and now yeah. I'm on a different level of comedy. It, it comes with so. a level of just being like, they have a feeling of like just superiority for some yeah. odd reason. And a lot of times that comes with like, yeah, just like experience. When they have a whole bunch of experience and they think they know more, they might know a lot, but they think their way of thinking is right. And the problem is with gatekeeping, it just comes off the wrong way. Like there are fine with people like, oh, so there's a better way of going about it. Oh, you listen to that song, that kind of metal. Mm -hmm. 
you should maybe try this metal because it has like these things and like yeah there's just instead of saying shutting them down immediately you can just like be more helpful <laughs> if you think and, there is a better and, thing and just people uh, they have different preferences about about things true one th- one gatekeeping thing that I've experienced, well, not really experienced, but like I am envisioned in my head was like first working out, you almost kind of gatekeep yourself a little bit True. because you're like, oh, I can't work out because I think everyone's watching me and all the buff guys are going to, you know, be an a-hole to me. Yeah. And sometimes it happens. It does. Yeah. Like people can come up to you and say like, oh, your form's terrible. Or, what are you doing? But Yeah. Most of the time, people don't care. I guess on the gate, we actually had a real-life gatekeeping happen with working out. Lance and I were talking about our workout routine, and then someone said it was all wrong, and that it's, like, just not good oh, for us. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, that is, your your, work, your workout routine? Completely wrong. Even though, like, millions of yeah. people do something similar, and they're like, they're they, like you, can't, you cannot be doing that. You have to do it this exact way, or you're doing it wrong. They didn't see, like, it was basically, like, they said you had to do... Four, three or four rest days a week and only working out three or four and that's how you had to do it I'm yeah like, and there's like no in between no gray area that is how I'm you like, do it well people all have different body types obviously i'm not i haven't researched this subject like a bunch but and like i mean if you look at even like bodybuilders they work out they don't do that like there's there's yeah. so many people that do different things in our in our way of thinking is like why can't you just be like hey nice job you're working out like yeah you know here's what i do I think this is a good way to go about it. Maybe you should try it. Yeah. That's a good way to go about it. That is a prime example of gatekeeping, and just gatekeeping rub, rubs me the wrong way. It just gives off a very weird feeling. Yeah, it's honestly just, you know, I mean, a lot of these things come to close-mindedness, yeah. close-mindedness I guess. True. All right, what's your next one? Um, my next one is, I guess this one's a little personal to me. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of always annoyed me growing up. And it still annoys me, but not as much. Um, when people always... I say I have a very serious-looking face, I guess, a lot of times. Yeah. And I'm not always... Resting like, bitch face, yeah. Yeah, that's a word for it. <laughs> I don't say... I don't... I mean, I smile a lot, but, like, there's definitely sometimes when I'm very straight-faced. And when people ask why I'm always so mad or so serious... It kind of irritates me a little bit. Uh, I'm like, if you actually know me, I'm not really serious at all. Like, I'm very, like, I'm maybe I'll be sarcastic and, like, act like I'm serious, but I'm not actually serious. Like, I'm pretty goofy. People, like, do that a lot, actually. Like, and that also goes for, I've heard, like, with girls, it's like, the whole thing of, like, if they're not smiling as much, it's like, they're they're automatically a bitch. Yeah. It's just, like, it's on the same thing, just... From a guy's perspective. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you're just angry and mad and sad, all this stuff. And it's like, no, just not. That's just how the face looks oh, when not it's, smiling. It's a it's a weird thing for me because, like, maybe it's, like, some situation maybe I'm not 100% comfortable. I won't. I'm not a huge laugher. I don't laugh, like, that much. And people just, like, do not find things funny. I'm like, oh, no, I do. I just, I'm, I don't know. I just don't laugh. I, I've noticed sometimes, like, with, like, Brie, she'll be dying laughing at something, and I'll be like, I'll smile, or, like, I'll, ch- I'll like, do a little, like, noise chuckle, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like, that, I, I think, oh, that is really funny, but I just, like, don't, 
It, yeah. It's hard to just start dying laughing. Yeah, it is for me too. I gotta be either really, you know. Yeah, yeah. Zooted. Yeah, or I don't know. I gotta be like with my my OG boys and like. There's gotta be build up to it. You can't just out of nowhere just start yeah. like ha ha laughing. I think I definitely have to be in a situation where I'm like hundred percent comfortable too. Yeah. To really really laugh. Lance laughs. He's like. It's just the highest pitch laugh. I mean, no. you've seen me have laughing sprees when I'm zooted. Yeah, you know, I, uh, I, ha- and I can't stop laughing. I, it's honestly a fun feeling when you are laughing so hard that literally you just can't stop laughing. Yeah, and it's a feeling I don't, I don't have very often. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. It takes a certain something to make me really die. The, the, like, the stars have to align to reach that. Like as I feel like for me it has to be something super unexpected. Like yeah. if I see it coming, then I won't laugh. Yeah, like I I have never died laughing from a comedy. Me neither, honestly. Like I'll be like, <laughs> you know, like one of those. I'll be like, that's clever. Or like I'll just enjoy watching it most of the time. Is what I'll do. Like, yeah. Okay. The the next one I have it kind of leads back to some of the other stuff, but when people don't like something for the sole bl- sole base of it's popularity or like they don't like it because it's like an attribute of saying oh i haven't done that thing i haven't seen it good example game of thrones i mm-hmm. i oh we know someone like oh i'm not i didn't watch i haven't seen game of thrones for the sole reason of everyone else has seen it so i'm not gonna see it yeah and that's like i don't that, i think that's a weird way of thinking it is because it, it, it's almost the opposite it's upside down yeah, because if it's popular, everyone likes it for a reason. So you should like maybe think about watching it. Yeah, if a bunch of people like it, then like there's probably a reason they like it. Yeah, and a lot of the very popular like Game of Thrones. I'm a big advocate. I really like Game of Thrones, and I was like, oh, you should watch it. And it's like, no, I'm not going to see it just because everyone else has seen it. And I'm like, people always feel the need to be different for whatever reason. Yeah, and whatever different means in the context that we're talking about. Yeah. Sometimes it's not a problem being normal or being, you know, generic. True. True. I don't know. That, that's a weird thing. I guess a lot of these are very, you know, not giving things a chance, closed-mindedness. They're very intertwined. Yeah. They all have their own little flavor to them. They're all different. Yeah. Yet they're... It's more different reasoning, so I'd say. They have some different core, val- core values behind them. Yeah, my core value is... Not watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. My personality trait. Yeah. Um. I guess this one's kind of similar, so we can go over this one pretty fast. But just judging someone by, you know, book by its cover. Book by its cover. A classic saying that that annoys me is when that, that goes a lot with your uh, face one. Yeah. Like, oh, you're just sad. You're mad. Yeah, it, it does. It's very similar. People, you know, will look at me and think that or. I've had a lot of, like, instances where friends of friends are meeting each other for the first time, and they don't really interact, and then when I talk to them later, they're like, oh, that person seemed, you know, super quiet or, like, shy. I'm like, well, they're really not, honestly. Yeah. Or, like, completely, they just don't give people a chance to actually meet them. And honestly, I, I'm, I'm a pretty firm believer that even after you've had, like, I would say two interactions with someone, say it's like they're both two hours long, maybe three hours, you still don't know the person oh, that yeah. well. Like, 
they you don't know they're not comfortable with you might not be comfortable with them they want to be comfortable with you there's like it takes so long to actually know a person because you you can easily put on you know whatever personality mask you want to you know wear for two hours that's not hard yeah and i know a lot of people including me i i re i act differently in different groups and if i meet you with a certain group i will be different than another one most likely oh, yeah 100 percent. because for me i try to feel out the group and kind of you know see like what kind of personalities are in it then i try to kind of match that a little bit but obviously give my own yeah um personality but I, I definitely, even when I meet new people, I tease them very quickly, but I can, me throwing out the, the, the early tease is to see if, how they react, kind of. Yeah, you do a light one to see if they react, like, <laughs> Yeah, if they, if, they, if they, like, tease you right back or they, like, roast you, then you know, okay, they're they're an easy, like, you can easily yeah. talk to them, like, you can easily, like, tease them and they'll tease and, you back, they're fine. Yeah. And other people are more self-conscious and, yeah. like you know aren't into it as much and that's okay but you just gotta feel that out yeah i guess along my last point is kind of it's uh i guess feeling of like comfortability i don't we've had this happen before people that like force this is a an example of it but i'll like go farther out into it people that force other people to like drink uh it's it's Mm -hmm. it's and i i'm I'm putting emphasis on the force like because i would say it's not bad to like encourage people to do stuff like yeah, I mean, you can you can be nice and offer things. Yeah, but there there are some people that are like, oh, where we're playing a drinking game, you must drink your drink when you have that thing. And yeah. I'm like, when some people, so say it's later in the night, some people are already done drinking, or they're already like, you you tell you can tell that they're too drunk to drink, they should not be drinking more. And then when there's when there's that one person at the party that is just forcing them to keep down in those. Yeah, it's just like I don't. We we went to a party once, and there was a guy. That we, the audience I don't know that well, but he was definitely enforcer. Yeah, he was, like, every rule in every game you have to follow 100%, no leeway. Yeah. And, like... And he would literally watch you drink it. He'd, like, count your drinks. I mean, I understand, like, you know, you gotta play by the rules to, and it makes it fun, but, like... You can't be that strict about it. Man. Yeah, this is, like, a fun time thing, like... It's a rec. It's a highly recommended, but you don't. You can do whatever you want. Your own thing. It's like, yeah. I mean, I, this one definitely partakes to you know drinking, but it's bigger than that. But that's just the easiest one I can think of. So I guess this one. What I was thinking about is when. So people say someone is being the kind of close-minded. I also have it. Even if they're not being close-minded, there's a reason they they probably don't want to do whatever the thing is. Sometimes. I have a pet peeve when someone's forcing them to do something that they don't want to do. Like, there is a degree where you you can encourage them to do a thing, but you don't have to force them to do it. Yeah, it's hard, because like we said earlier, is we want people to try things for the first time that they don't want to, or they already have an opinion about. But you can't force them to do it, because if you force them to do it, they're going to be resistant to that, and they're never going to, like, you know... You ha- they have to join you willingly to actually end up liking yeah, there, there, it there's, most of the time. And there's a clear line where if you keep telling someone or encourage, like, say even you're, like, recommending, like, oh, you should do this thing. If you bring it up so many times, they're just going to get annoyed. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and that annoys me when people do that. And it's just like... There's a limit, you know? Yeah. You want to bring it up enough to where, like, like, hey, I really enjoy this. You should try it. 
Yeah. But you don't want to be, I really enjoy this. You have to try it. Yeah, exactly. There, there's a fine line, and it's a, it takes some use, or getting used to for... It is hard. Because you want, you want your friends to enjoy what you enjoy. But, yeah. You know, it doesn't always happen that way. Yeah. Slowly but surely. You gotta keep, you yeah. gotta plant the seed. You, you plant the seed and give them opportunities to do some, you know, reaching out on their, their own. Yeah. And I guess for another point, I, I guess this is all, the, all those situations, just that situation in general, the person doing it and the person that isn't doing the thing, unless it's something you like really hardcore did, like don't value or don't want or whatsoever. If your friend is really wanting you to do something, you should just give it a shot at some point. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be right away, but like if you have a friend that really cares about you and they're like want you to partake in having some joy, maybe you should, you know, at least amuse them to a degree yeah yeah i mean that, that makes perfect sense to me yeah to me too and i don't know and i know okay so that, that's i think is your list done i have two more actually oh okay you, you say yours okay um i'll go over to this one that's a little easier um specifically i've noticed it you know going out to dinner or like getting food with my parents and it annoys me a bunch and then I look around and it annoys me again is when everyone at my my table is just on their phone. Oh, yeah. That one is annoying. And, like, I mean, obviously, I'm around my parents a lot. And we don't always have something to talk about. But, like, I don't know. It, it just it fills me with, like, uneasiness when, like, everyone's just on their phone. I feel like people are, like, you know. I, f- I feel like that is all social settings. If you are just on your phone for majority of the time, it is an annoyance. Yeah. For me. Like, I just, I, I, I think about it. And I'm like, why are you on your phone? We're in a social setting. Uh, maybe because I know my parents would be like, no phones at the dinner table. And that's where I think I found See, that. Uh, to me, it's like, I know people don't mean this way, but it feels a little disrespectful to like, hey, this environment's not uh, entertaining enough, engaging enough. Yeah. I ha- I need to find something in my phone. Yeah, I actually don't mind when people. I know some people like I have a line for that. If they're texting someone important or have to, that's fine. But when I see people just like scrolling on Reddit or something like that or like TikTok, I'm like, yeah, bruh. I mean, we have we definitely have a few friends who are on their phone a lot, and you know whatever makes you happy. But like yeah. sometimes it does annoy me. I will be honest. Yeah, I, I, like, I'm sa- I'm similar. I'm hosting a party, and you're just kind of in the corner on your phone doing whatever. It's just like, come hang out, man. We yeah. love you. Like, experience, like, involve yourself. True. And, I mean, another, like, for, like, an outside perspective, if, say, you're at, a, like, a dinner place, and you see, like, I've seen whole tables on their phone, and I'm like... It's super weird it, to it's just look at. Odd. It, um, I mean, it gives off the vibe that, like, yeah... You gotta find entertainment elsewhere in your phone. Yeah, which is strange. It's True. a weird thing that has happened. Whack. So you got one more, or no? You go okay. to that next one. So this one, I think we'll both be able to talk about because we've talked about this in the past. And I want to clarify before I say exactly what this is. We definitely have some friends, specific friends that this pertains to, and I understand it's hard, but. It's when, especially some of our close friends, 
and they have a difficulty opening up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, it's very hard. We I, we both know that. Yeah. But some people, some people don't even give it a chance. I think this goes back to your friends really care. You have to amuse them to a degree, at least give them something. The reason it annoys us um, is because, like, we're trying pretty hard to, like, you know, make sure they're they're cool, they're okay, or, like, understand them more. Yeah. And a lot of times, they might not give us stuff back. Yeah. And, and I know, like, you and I, at least, like, a lot of our friends have, like, completely, it's not like, a, a good amount of them actually just, like... You know, oh, oh, if they had any issue, like, completely overcome it and just, like, completely open. But it, it, this is more of, like, yeah. over the years, we've still ran into this, regardless. And you still run yeah. this with other people. It's just, like, it, it's a weird thing how, it, for me, it used to rub me the wrong way even way more. Like, when I... I, 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 I mean, it used someone, to rub you way more than it ever did me. Yeah, I, I used to get really triggered. I would be, like... I, like, I, I'll tell you, like, I don't... I just didn't understand it. It felt like a lack of trust for me. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see how it comes across that way. Yeah. And it's like... Yeah. I mean, that's... And that, you know, that, that just hurts at the time. It does. And, you know, I want to keep clarifying it's You know... Yeah. yeah. It's it's nothing against the, the people or our friends who this may pertain to. No. And, I mean, in any of the situations that we talked about, I like, we have no bad blood with anyone or anything, but yeah. over just the years that has happened, and I was like, eventually it's just kind of like, the people will give what they want to give, and yeah, then you just have to accept that. I would say this one has diminished as we've yeah. gone on. We've understand like there's, you know, you can't force it. Yeah, and then I, I think as you put it in the back burner, it's slowly like they you 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 stop asking, and yet sometimes they will still give you more even when you stop asking. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I, I can think of a definitely a few instances where close friends have. Out of the blue, just, you know, said a few deep things and, you know. Uh, another thing for me, back to the trust thing, is as soon as they, like, open up, it becomes way, like, I feel like our bond is just, like, strengthened so much. And that we can, like, if once you talk about, like, some of the harder stuff, you could talk about anything. Yeah. I, it that, that's just, that's, for just from experience, that's what's happened. I know we both think very similarly in that regard. Yeah. Um, some people don't. Yeah. They like you know, keeping to themselves, and that's fine, I guess. Yeah. Do what you gotta do, but. I mean, I always, I'm a big believer just because of the way I am. Like, no battle has to be fought by itself, and I think it's always better for the most part. It's better to bring in the cavalry, as in your friends and family, to yeah. certain situations. I mean, I'm definitely. I'm, I feel like I'm a middle ground from like you and the people kind of were talking about yeah i definitely have i like to deal with things on my own i won't i'm not like an open book yeah but like if i really need help or i need to talk to someone i will yeah and it always makes me feel better and and i know that i've definitely learned like you and i like i feel like you were more definitely to yourself when we first moved in together and just over the past three years of living together it's like well I feel like you become you become the middle ground one. I mean, yeah, and in a lot of those things, it's like I was dealing with a lot of those things for a while. Yeah, and eventually one would get out, and then another. Yeah, and it just kind of happened that of living each other for three years slowly but surely. Yeah, 
Yeah. And, you know, maybe there's a bunch of stuff you don't know about. Oh! Like how I... Never mind. Dude! I can't say that on Breakdown with Blake and Lance. Alright, and I think to, to end the episode, I just... Before, before I... I was going to say something before your last two points, but I'll say it now, is that this... These... I noticed that a lot of these are probably... Like, they could be hot takes. None of these are to offend anyone or, like, sugar anyone. No, no, no. Not at all. If you are, like... I mean, honestly, I, I'd be happy if, like, people that agree or disagree could, like, message us about it, because I'm yeah. curious. Uh, there's probably, a lo- there's probably going to be a lot of disagreements on some of these, or yeah. different ways of I mean, thinking. I mean, they're hot takes, a lot of them. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, don't feel bad about it. I mean, it's just things that, like, yeah. initially, or maybe thought about, yeah, maybe that annoys me a little bit. Yeah, and it, it's, it's rubbed the wrong way, doesn't mean anything more yeah, than that. it doesn't mean we dislike you in any way. Yeah. I mean, I dislike some people. Yeah, like, you, you know like, who you know who you are. Yeah, like Blake. Oh, from Breakdown with Blake and Lance. That's my favorite podcast. It's a good podcast. You know that podcast only has one episode left after the season. We only have one more season or one more episode <laughs> left in season two. Um, gonna be a banger. As yeah, it is gonna be a banger. So yeah, we'll we'll have that come out next week. Yeah. And then take probably a month or two break. Yeah. We'll see how that it goes. You know, do some brainstorming. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's just going to depend on school. Mm-hmm. How busy we get, for sure. Yeah. And now that we, we don't live together anymore, so it adds an extra step of, you know, we have to get yeah. together. Because we like to do it in person. Yeah. That way, Lance and I can look at each other as we, yeah, we can talk about our feelings. Um, yeah. We can look each other's eyes and, like, Give each other cues, like, go, man. Yeah, we have the, what's the, little, the, the clapper when you start, like, a movie? Oh, like, what's the camera, yeah, like, yeah, lights, camera, action? I don't know, the action thing. Yeah, Wait, I don't know what that's called, but. I don't it has a name. It does have a name. Ah, oh, it's gonna bother me. If you know the name, tell us. Yeah, the thing that you, you action with, and you, like, clap it, and they start mm-hmm. the filming. Well, uh, on that note. Yeah. I think that's a good place to end it, Blake. Yeah. And so, yeah, tune in next week for the final episode of season two. It's going to be a banger. Banger.